Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Star Wars, Rebels, Moonbeam City, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heiston, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilball. Look, we added more. Amazing. I mean, yeah, we're into five regular covered shows starting Saturday. It's very exciting. Uh... Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the latest episode of Moonbeam City, as mentioned as one of those five shows. Uh, Glitzatrine, One Town Seduction. <laughs> so there you go. Actually, a really good title. I guess it makes sense, actually, yeah. Um, we cover Moonbeam City every week, Wednesday night slash Thursdays, depending on when we put it up. Uh, and we also cover the other the other shows mentioned, and you can find out everything at OverlyAnimated.com. New to the website are a bunch of things, including blogs, and um, relevant to this potentially are show-specific iTunes feeds. So if you just want to follow, subscribe to our Moonbeam City podcast, you can do so on the right side, lower right side of OverlyAnimated.com. Okay. We're getting fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. Someone uh, gave us a positive iTunes review, but was like, I want to just subscribe to certain shows and i was like oh i guess i could do that i didn't oh, even think of oh, that before a positive review and advice that's good <laughs> yeah that's that was doubly positive so there you go okay let's get into uh the latest episode of moonbeam city as always when we discuss moonbeam city these podcasts might not be suitable for younger audiences much like the show um yeah so we're free oh, to yeah. curse basically okay delaney what did you think of glitzatrine one town seduction apart from the title <laughs> Uh, it's awesome. It's my new favorite episode. Really? I loved it. There really, was really, so really. much pizzazz this episode, even though pizzazz's life sucks. And I feel so bad for her. Also, it was just really funny, like that they incorporated the like fire department versus police department. Like that's such a, such a funny thing that happens in shows, and it cracks me up. Very reminiscent of Parks and Recreation's library, the fire department. Um, the library being the rivals to the parks department, and here we have the fire department, <laughs> the rival to the. That's base. It's got to be what they were thinking when they made. Well, I mean, that. they do that a lot in like cop shows. Like it's always a thing. They're like, "Oh, we got to go beat the fire department in hockey or like whatever the hell it is they're doing." So we're expanding it like, to general rivalry here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. This is an interesting. Uh, an interesting one. Uh, I let's okay. This episode, so this is a lot going on here. I'm not the biggest fan of this episode. I think it might be one of the worst. This this uh, oh my god, yeah. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know if we're gonna find much common ground here. So basically, uh, the show, the show, uh, this episode more so than normal is really. Um, has really terrible things happening and kind of wants us to laugh along with terrible things happening. Um. And we're going to just get into that, of course. I mean, you know, these type of adult comedic shows are pretty amoral, but uh, this episode especially, I would say. And that's sometimes okay. Like, I don't particularly care if I'm distracted by laughing, but I was not laughing at this episode too much. So that's, I think, the big problem. Not only was it not super funny, which is fine, you know, it's a new comedy show, it's not going to be constantly funny the whole time. Um, but I was also kind of actively annoyed at some of the things they're doing, especially involving pizzazz. So that's kind of the I mean, biggest I thing to discuss. By it, but it, the mayor's character was so entertaining. Like, interesting. I really hated that character. No, like it was. It's because he's a complete foil to her, and that's why it's great. Like, obviously, I'm not okay with the fact that, like, she yeah, no, you're you're sex, okay. They so, can still have the police department. So let's establish it now. You're allowed to like. You're allowed to find the episode funny without endorsing 
the actions within it. That's not what I'm implying. I'm just saying personally, I couldn't get past it. And I think that I'm saying the reason I couldn't get past it is because it wasn't funny to me, which of course is subjective, you know, um, it did have its moments, of course. And I think the general concepts, are, it, okay, another talking point for this episode is that unlike previous episodes of the show, this doesn't really do the whole absurdist thing to the incredibly extreme, um, I mean, the police department made a drug. Yeah, but like that was it, though, right? What happened was the police department made a drug, and then that was it. Usually, like last episode was like we got uh, four things and then a dolphin racetrack. Like this, this didn't go quite that far, you know. Um, There weren't. I think it was. I think it was absurd, but to a different degree. And also, I don't like. This was again very much the like cop show, and I think that's why I like it so much is because it's very much like. This is the most cop show we've had yet. Like, this is the most parody of a cop show we've had yet, and it's amazing. Yeah, I, I do think, I do like that we're still kind of a cop show. You know, we were questioning for a while whether that would be the case, and that was, this, we are certainly here. Um, I, last last week I said that it was a bad thing this episode went to too many layers. Not layers, that's, uh, we're confusing into Rick and Morty territory here. Um, this episode does too many things. Like, we do one thing, then we quickly do another thing, then another thing, then another thing. That's what I said about last episode. And this episode doesn't have that problem. So that's kind of what I was I was noting. Um, that being said, I, the first time that we kind of don't, this show doesn't do that, it doesn't succeed as much in my eyes, so I, it's interesting. I'm not sure... Um, we need more of a sample size, I think, to see what's right and what's wrong well, in yeah, terms of approach. What, episode, what, five? Yeah, apparently this is um, one of the later ones in production, uh, like episode seven. I'm not sure how many we're getting this season, but um, it's it, last week's was out of out of order in terms of airing and, and uh, production order, but this week's is, is uh, episode uh, 107, yeah, and it's episode five. We haven't gotten the third episode produced yet, so maybe that'll maybe that'll be the finale or something. Okay, um, let's get into specifics of uh, of Glitzstreen One Town's seduction. Um, I don't know. Do you want to start with like talking about the general concept of the episode and uh, like what do you think of this this idea? Just having the police department be the ones to make. I mean, the general concept is. Um, they're going to be replaced by the fire department. The police, the police department has to like create a crisis in order to be useful to the town. Um, it's hilarious. Is why is do you think this is like an inherently funny concept or like an inherently clever concept? What do you think? Well, I don't necessarily think it's like inherently clever, but it's inherently funny, and also like because it's it's very much the parody of the cop show where you have the mayor who breathes down the chief of police's neck and is like, you guys have to get your shit together. Yeah. And like, then, and so in the cop show, obviously they don't like make a drug war, but they'll like, they have to solve some, like they have to solve a crisis. And it's, and like, so like, that's what I like about this is not unlike in Rick and Morty <laughs> where they take a sci-fi parody and like expand it to whatever, but like they're taking like because that's the thing that's also like cop shows aren't inherently absurd so that's why that's why I like this show and that's why I really like this episode because they're doing what Rick and Morty does but they're doing it on a lesser level because you can't do that with a cop show as much like you can't take these concepts that are in cop shows and they like do the way Rick and Morty does because like they're cop shows like you have a baseline of absurd and like you can only go so far you know, if it doesn't, if it if it starts high, they can keep going higher. But you can't do that with cop show concepts. But this is awesome. Like they just they created their own drug, and like it was just it just cracked me up. And like the chemist guy, and I don't know, like 
all the pieces that were working together were just great. Like, it was just hilarious that we're just, I don't know, I really, I'm just, I'm glad we're finally having, like, a real cop episode. This is the first actual cop episode. Like, we've had parts where it's been little, like, tiny little string threads of a plot with cop shows, but this is the actual first episode we actually have, like, the cop plot, and it's great. Uh, I, I really like your point about comparing this to a Rick and Morty episode. Um, I think I think that's a pretty a pretty good point there. Like this is taking a like Rick and Morty takes a sci-fi trope and expands it past its logical absurdity. And I think that uh, this episode does do that. It takes a, t- a cop show trope and it like um, it expands it. Not it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't expand it too far, but you don't really need to. You're right because the thing that you're parroting is an absurd in its own. Uh, I, I, I know, I agree with what you're saying. I still don't, you know, I still don't like the episode, but it's, it's a good point. And it's kind of an, well, it's an interesting it analysis. Like, like, I don't know if like, I mean, that's why I'm watching this show. Cause it's like a parody of a cop show. Like that's all I grew up watching. I'm, I'm a forensics major for Christ's sake. Like, yeah, I do. I, also... I do think we have different viewpoints on the show, right? You're looking at it as more of a cop show parody first. And I may be looking yeah. at it as more of an archer type show first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I could I could see differences more, there. Like you've watched more Archer. Like I've seen like maybe two episodes of Archer, and like I've literally watched like every major cop show like since I was born. Like I've seen all. Like it's great. Like the old ones, like new ones, it's great. So do you? Yeah. So you're you're coming from a cop show perspective. I'm coming from an other adult um, comedy yeah. show perspective. So that's interesting. I don't know. I'm not necessarily saying that's affecting our opinions of this specific episode. It may or may not. But uh, different different vantage points on um, on uh, you know different perspectives on on watching the show. Uh, yeah, so we have that general concept. It's an interesting it's an interesting way to approach it. Here we have the main like we've had Dazzle doing things that opposed the police force before, um, and he just does things that you know selfishly benefit him, right? However, this yeah. episode it is. Um, it is endorsed by the police department. That's kind of the Pizazz main difference. Pizazz is like, do whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, we can talk about Pizazz in a second, but Dazzle is not doing things too much different than he has in the past, but in this case, it's working alongside um, yeah, his like coworkers. Yeah. So I'm not sure how that functions. Like, how how do we think this affects Dazzle's portrayal in this episode? Do you find him... We've kind of had problems with... Like, last episode, we said, you know, everything's kind of falling into place here, except maybe Dazzle is still lagging a little bit behind. What? How do you think... What did you... What was your perception of Dazzle this episode? Well, they're, again, they keep playing up the whole, like, Dazzle, best police officer, but it's like the mayor didn't know who he was, which, granted, that's not even a good indicator, because, like, the mayor's an asshole, so, like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't, like, it's, I'm still really confused, because, like, either Dazzle really is a good cop and is seen like that by the city, or Dazzle just thinks he's a really good cop, which, like, either way, that's fine, but, like, we need to pick one, because it's con- Confusing because we continue to have these things. I'm beginning to lean towards it's more just like Dazzle thinks he's really great and like he sucks. I mean, he's better than Rad, but like what kind of comparison is Rad? Certainly seems and, like he's like the go to cop of the police department, regardless of other yeah. people outside know him. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, I know. I like Pizzazz is always like, I mean, it's just it's all granted, that's also like it's Dazzle show, so like that's just that's a given anyway. I mean, we wouldn't want to watch a show that had like a protagonist who like sat at a desk all day. Unless it's like The Office, but I mean, I would want a Chrysalis show. No, I know I want <laughs> yes, but still, well, Chrysalis isn't always at her desk. She goes in the. That's like that's the whole point of her character. Yeah, she wants to get yeah. away from her desk. Yeah. Yes. So 
So I don't, I don't like. I liked Dazzle in this episode. He functioned well. Like it was great. Like Dazzle was in his element. He's like, I get to give drugs to people. This is awesome. Like this is all Dazzle wants to do. Okay. How about the Dazzle competency watch? Uh, that's our, our reoc- I, recurring segment. Was he competent this episode or not? I mean, clearly he was competent in this episode. Like really, the only thing that he did that was like really annoying were like typical Dazzles. He edited the chemist's suicide note. Like really, Dazzle. Really? Yeah, but like but even he... even that play, even he succeeds in doing that, right? Yeah, yeah, no, he succeeds in doing that. But like, I mean, it didn't accomplish anything. But other than not having pizzazz be pissed at him, yeah, I think well, that's it. what it would accomplish. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It just he's. I mean, he was competent in this episode because like him screwing around was like the point of the episode. Like help, like that was we need Dazzle to screw around so we can do this. So the episode like fit around him. So I don't know. Like, I think we're still like inconclusive on Dazzle. I I mean, yeah, I agree. We shouldn't draw a conclusion based on this. Like, I think this episode, he was competent workplace wise, maybe incompetent socially uh, in terms of his interactions with like the fire department. Like he seemed very not childish in uh, the rivalry between them and stuff like that. Um, It's uh, we've had a theory and, um, uh, patron Shayna has contributed to this that Dazzle would be less annoying if he were more competent. Um, I don't. Did you find him annoying here? I guess I didn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't annoying. Yeah. Was, I mean, Dazzle was really kind of like a non-issue. Like he was there, but he didn't really do anything. Like I don't know. Like Rad was the really interesting character. Oh, okay. Two two different Rad. Rad is okay. Rad. We'll talk about Rad. Two different things with Dazzle that I thought of. I uh, his. I found his treat uh, his treatment of the suicide very crass and unsympathetic. Yes. Um, and then, given he threw the woman who had committed suicide back into the ocean, that was funny though. I see, I liked that, but this I didn't like. That so what's the what's the difference to me? You know, I just I think this well, just wasn't funny. That's why, yeah. Well, the difference is because we actually saw the chemist and like got to okay, know him for a few minutes. Maybe and Dazzle was like. You better have a good videographer, you know, to capture those. <laughs> Threw her back into the ocean. <laughs> I still get that gig over that, yeah. I know, it is. that was funny. I don't know, like, this, like, what cracked me up about the chemist wasn't Dazzle's, like, response. It was just, like, the chemist was like, I'm going to get back at Dazzle. I'm going to kill myself. Like, what? 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 What is it? What? See, I think that was kind of a funny concept. Just I just never had a... I no, never I thought... had a laugh moment at that, though, you know? It, it no, never... That was the funny part to me. Was I think that he, like... That was the chemist's grand plan. I was like, what? Are you serious? I think that, yeah, like, I like that concept. I just never, I just never had it. I don't know if there's a, a natural payoff in the episode. Um, the, okay. If there was a moment where it was funny, it's more of like you finish the episode and you're like, damn, that chemist. Yeah, I guess. Uh, the other thing with Dazzle of Note is that at the end, he completely doesn't understand what Pizzazz is doing, right? Um, so incompetent in terms, that's, that's more support for the incompetent socially part, right? He just doesn't understand what's going on around him. He's just he's in kind of the stinger, yeah. He's like, uh, you know, they're, they're, why are you going to the supply closet? That whole thing. Um, so yeah. It, it, yeah, so maybe Dazzle and Archer is uh always aware, Archer's always aware of things socially, even if he's kind of a dick. He's just he, he's he's not gonna he would never do have that supply closet thing, that would not be a thing that Archer would do. And I'm not saying Dazzle needs yeah. to be Archer, but if the difference between Dazzle and Archer is competency, then it might be a social competency right now that's lacking in Dazzle's that's what part. I, that's what I would agree with. And if we look back on all the episodes, like, I mean, Dazzle, like, does not know how to people. Yeah, he's, he's, I, I think he probably, there's a lot of support for that. Um, 
Okay, so there, that's our Dazzle Watch for this week. Let's talk Rad. Rad had played a big part in this. Um, oh my god, Rad. The, Rad in this episode was... Um, I lo- I think it's a really good, uh, good funny concept of um, everyone just, like, inherently hating Rad. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, thinking he's a... Uh, He's a sex offender for for no reason, right? That's kind of the yeah the concept. And so he enjoys, and it's also seen. That's also def, a thing Red would do is enjoying dressing up as a as a drug lord. And yes. one of the best Red moments is when he's like, "You can well if you can't make the drug, you can just go out the store right now." <laughs> and Red's like, "No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, no, I can do it. Yeah, like, no, you can't, you idiot." So where are you on Red right now? Big fan of his character. I do know, like Rad in this episode was great. Like he was killing me. It was so good. Like I, I just enjoy seeing Rad suffer. It's terrible, but it's really funny to like watch him be tormented. Yeah, I but think... like his char- character is just great. Like the fact that he wanted to be the drug. He's like, oh, I can't be the hero. So being the villain's the next best thing. Like really rad. Yeah. He's like, calm down. If I can't be hero, being a villain's the next best thing. It's better than being mistaken for a sex offender, which is apparently. <laughs> Uh, a thing that people, a thing. yeah, it's apparently a thing. Two, I think we've had two episodes in a row where Rad has been very well utilized. Um, so I think we've pretty clearly found Rad's Rad's place in the show, either as like a foil, a direct foil to Dazzle and whatever Dazzle's trying to do, or as kind of just a uh, butt monkey um, in a random situation. Um, pretty- yeah, I, I, th- I think he's he's been well used. Um, of note is, what do you think of? There's one point where Rad, where Will Forte is Rad, like kind of sings his own. Um, uh montage right yeah <laughs> yeah what What did you think of that i really liked it i'm also like 85 percent sure the woman who works there is his mom <laughs> oh yeah what did you think <laughs> of that that was a weird kind of throw and that reminded you know what that reminded me of was monsters you monsters inc uh yes oh that's exactly <laughs> that's or who like, i thought or, of. miss or uh, mom uh, mom from cora yeah, well, I don't know, but the Miss what Krasowski, yeah, there's the one from Monsters Inc. She's like actually behind the desk at the thing too, so yeah. I, that's that's definitely what I thought of. That was a weird kind of throw, and I like. Uh, I, I, maybe that'll be a recurring thing with Rad's character. I hope so, and it's also a very cop show thing. Like, go down to the evidence desk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Desk. Yeah. Okay. Here's the big one. Um, pizzazz in this episode. So first, oh, first things first. Pizzazz by far speaks more in this episode than probably all of the other episodes combined. I think. Yes. Basically, yeah. It's like a huge pizzazz episode. Now, um, the, we've we've kind of pizzazz has been a standout character in the past. Not like standout. I'm misusing the word, but uh, she's different than everyone else because she is purely not. She's purely a straight man. And um, she's never had like she's been funny through being a straight man, but she's never had gags of her own to say. Right. Right. Um, I think that continues here. She does not have one intentionally funny line in this entire episode. No, But then every time she speaks, it's hilarious. But given the situation, a lot of what she's saying uh, is funny, like by, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah. The notable thing about Pizzazz, there's two notable things. First notable thing about Pizzazz's character, other than the previous thing, which I said, which is already a notable thing. So the second notable thing about Pizzazz's character is that she is um, in, she's very quick to uh, get caught up in this uh, making a drug scheme, and in fact is kind of the the head the head of of this idea. Not even Dazzle, who has the weird anti police idea in this episode. It's Pizzazz. 
Um, it's, it's, it's weird that she would so easily get caught up in not doing her work and like her duty, but, uh, it's, her priorities are to keep the police department going rather than to serve the public. It seems like, well, it seems like her main priority is to not have to deal with the mayor. That's what I like. It's all this entire episode of just trying to avoid the mayor. And unfortunately that didn't, doesn't work out. Yeah, like, it's it's it's. That... I don't think you like you don't get that in the beginning, but like as the episode goes on, you're like, oh my god, poor pizzazz, because it's just constantly the mayor is just all over her. Then I guess the notable part is that she doesn't. It doesn't seem like she actually cares about serving the public, which is which was no. up for debate before this episode. Well, I think maybe like well, clearly if she wants to keep the police department running, like she has to care because otherwise she's like, oh, maybe like I assume it's a bit more than just needing to have a job. Like I would assume, like she does care a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. And and then she wouldn't she wouldn't bitch at them all the time if she didn't care. Like, though again, she says lines like, whatever she said that she didn't care about all the officers who died. She was like, I can't remember the comment. She, oh, it's about like you know the the fire department like got it again, or whatever it was she said. She's like, good job guys, or. You caused this much damage, but she doesn't mention like the twelve officers who are being lowered into the grave. Yeah, what, what's your perception of her character now? Um, of course, you like her, but like, what do you think that? Uh, what do What do you think of how she functions in this episode and within the show? Well, within this episode, like she drives the episode. Like she is the driving force of this episode. Dazzle's just kind of there. Um, uh, this episode like humanized pizzazz. Like she wasn't so much just like. Which is, which again is a very much a cop show trope. Is you have like the stoic chief of police, who's like kind, they kind of just ride your ass. Like just, that's what the chief of police, the chief of police trope. Yeah. But here, like we humanize the chief of police, which again this usually happens in some sort of episode. This happened in Elementary. This happens in all sorts of shows. You have to humanize the chief of police if they're there all the time, and so that's what this episode did. But then, of course, we took, like, um, actually, the sad part is, like, the sexual harassment in this episode is not to an absurd degree. Like, this is a completely realistic representation of sexual harassment. And then, um, now, as for the show, I'm interesting to see how we move forward with Pizzazz. But granted, I don't know if we're really moving forward since the episodes are produced and then aired in different orders. So I don't really know how that's going to work. But in the show, like, Pizzazz is... I mean, I hope we see more episodes like this from Pizzazz. Like, I hope this isn't just, like, the only one. But this definitely, like, seems that um, Pizzazz is a bit more to her than just, like, screaming at everyone. Like, she, like, seems to genuinely care about some things. I don't know. I just love Pizzazz. She's great. And this definitely fleshed her character out a bit more. And, like, and we also, we have affirmed that she is the straight man. It doesn't matter what is going on. She's always the straight man. Yeah, de- definitely affirmed that. Like, I was, I was wondering whether she would get uh, jokes of her own, but definitely, like, she said a ton this episode. None of them, you know, were. Yeah, just, yeah. Just uh, I think we definitely uh, flesh out Pizzazz's character. On the other hand, I think she loses a lot of her um, inherent sympatheticness because she was always acting in the moral correct before here now, and um, she's clearly not in this episode. So it's um. Well, I don't. It's hard for me as it's hard for me like to hold that against her given the circumstances i can i can understand still liking her after it but i i, I just I, I it seems impossible to inherently think she's um sympathetic anymore like it's and i think that's a good thing oh, to uh, a little bit i 
uh, it for me, like she's being sexually harassed and she does all these things. Well, that's the next part. Okay, we'll talk about that in one second. But yeah, it should be. It's very notable. She is purposely unleashing a uh, drug upon her city. No, I agree. No, I agree. And and nor and again. But we're also dealing with like the mayor, who is basically Satan. Like they keep hinting that he's basically Satan. Yeah, I I don't know the mayor's character. Okay, uh, okay, let's talk about the mayor's character and the third aspect of possess here the the uh, harassment or whatever you want to, the abuse more accurately. And it uh, first of all, the mayor's character to me kind of was a bust because I didn't think he was funny and I didn't think he functioned think, interestingly. Yeah, he was hilarious. You think he was hilarious? Okay, that could be more of a parody element. Yeah, no, it's like he's terrible, but like it's the parody part and like the freaking snow leopards. Like, oh my okay, God. I did like the snow. Well, he had one snow leopard line that I did like. I think I and wrote that down. He does, and then his like he is a complete foil to Pizzazz. Like they even do the light thing with him. Yeah. Okay, that's Except true. Except it's like he's actually Satan. Like they keep like I swear he's Satan. Like that's the point. Like they keep flashing like his eyes are red and like he's Satan. Like that's that's my that's what I've decided. He is Satan. My snow leopards can smell lies like I can smell beautiful feet. <laughs> like, what, is, what a weird line. Okay. <laughs> okay, Mayor. That was the most notable line for me of him. Uh, okay. Pizzazz. Okay. Mayor is all about pizzazz. He also has a really weird foot fetish. Foot fetish. Good job. Good job. Good job, Mayor. Okay. So, okay. Pizzazz is uh, sexual abuse here. So, uh, this episode three times repulsed me. Um, and it does it in different ways. So we need to talk about that. So the three times I was kind of repulsed by things that happened in this episode were the first time in the beginning when it was like, um, this one drug is only affecting homeless people who cares about him said them said the mayor or something like that. Right. Um, yeah. and that's an instance of the show doing it on purpose. <laughs> um, like that's the characters being intentionally morally terrible. And the joke yeah. is that they are morally terrible. Um, so that's like, even though I was kind of repulsed by it, it's, you know, intentional. So that's fine. Um, yeah. And the show knows what it's doing. The, the The next two times were, well, I'm thinking of one time. So the obvious, uh, the second time is obviously, um, oh, well, okay. So first then the second one is the, uh, the chemist um, killing himself and then, um, and then uh, Dazzle's reaction to that. So, this, I think, is uh, bordered the line between the first variety of the terrible thing and the second variety of the show intentionally doing it. And this case, we're almost kind of laughing at his actions, um, which is not great. And it was, um, but I can generally, I, it's I don't know, like, what's the joke here? The joke is that uh, he's is that he's 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 killing himself and dazzle doesn't think it's a big deal that is the joke dazzle's a bad person because we we've done that before and i can i can get behind that um but this this one it lose, lost me a little bit here and then at the end of the episode we for sure lost me with the uh with uh pizzazz's sexual abuse and here I feel like we are making a joke out of it and it's not uh it's not it's 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 based on parody of this cop uh cop show element but um we bordered way too much on making a joke out of uh, a very sympathetic character and pizzazz's bad treatment at the end to like not just bad treatment it's like to an absurd extent um and i did not very much like that well i think the like obviously i'm not a fan of like the again you can yeah i'm not yeah yes yes yes. for what i'm about to say okay that because it would have been fine because 
pizzazz had her own agency until the problem is that i do agree the problem is the final scene like that completely took all agency away from pizzazz like the rest of it was just age was i mean it wasn't good but like pizzazz was like in control and was avoiding him like the plague but then we get to the end it like it didn't matter anyway which is like that's what bothers me about it is that we got to the end and like she's like still has to do all this crap and it's terrible it's it's like uh everyone does terrible things in this episode and it's solely the woman who needs to is responsible yeah. for it. She it happens to be the leader in this case, but yeah, still. Okay, let me read a yeah. quote from the AV Club. Um here's our AV Club uh, quote of the week. This is by, from Jesse Hassinger's uh, review of Moonbeam City. Um he says and um uh, the fact that none of these threads really pay off in a big way may not be such a big deal either. Um, he's saying that kind of the show doesn't pay off its earlier kind of absurdist concepts. It's fun to learn about the different flavors of sleaze that make up this uh, very made-up city. If not for the episode, sour excuse for a story wrapping up punchline. It involves the abject and, per specifics of the gag, apparently ongoing humiliation of Pizzazz, a character who may not always get her way, but con- con- conducts herself with a delightful br- bravado of Elizabeth Vang's in cartoon mode. While I realize Pizzazz is just a character in an adult cartoon series which is to say subject to humiliation at all times and more specifically the co-architect of a blatantly immoral scheme to prove the police department's usefulness there's something really nasty and not especially funny about giving her such a gross borderline abusive comeuppance when pizzazz's efforts to control dazzle are stymied it's funny when her efforts to not have sex with somebody she finds disgusting and hateful are stymied it's actually kind of disgusting and hateful it would be great if the debasement of pizzazz for cheap laugh didn't register as particularly gendered rad certainly gets debased for cheap laughs on the regular um but sorry moonbeam city we're not quite there yet especially given the fine character animation of pizzazz's uncomfortably bi- uncomfortable uncomfortably body language when dealing with the mayor earlier in the episode which only makes simulation feel more genuine later it's like the anti-setup in uh, the way it makes the final joke even less funny um the episode yeah so there you go that's the the quote yes. from from jesse so of course then you have people in the comments um being you know you have your your people who whenever whenever there's uh whenever people say this is a bad portrayal of sexual abuse or rape they get um inherently upset because they're idiots so that happened in the comments a little bit of that and um but i don't think that's kind of the conflict here i don't think it's those people versus that i think it's a legitimate opinion what jesse's saying and i'm obviously tend more towards what he's saying on this but i also think that um we're kind of specifically uh pointing out this one thing in an episode full of terrible things happening and a show full of terrible things happening so why is the line drawn here and that was kind of a big question with game of thrones too not that these are the same thing um but then they're very very different but uh i'd like to draw a slight parallel in that game of thrones has people killing each other and terrible things happening all the time but it uh last season it portrayed um rape in a really kind of terrible way um and it was in the context of a lot of other um bad treatment of women in that show and uh it was really terrible um this is not the same and this episode the show does treat its women badly but it's also doing it intentionally because um it's parodying um sexism like among other things from like the 80s you know uh so it's not as bad here because there's not that continued um this continued uh treatment of woman problem by the show itself that being said it's 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 um 
I think that the reason this maybe stands out as something that's so bad is, um, among a few other things, is that it can't separate. This this um, makes it impossible to separate what it's parodying from the parody itself. So it's 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 it, it seems like it's in bad taste because the show takes place within a universe of sexism anyway. Well, Even like, though well, parodying par- parodying sexism never works because I'm sorry it's not funny because we continue to deal with it. Like you can't parody it. Like does that make sense? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you probably could, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, like it's very, it's, it's hard, it would again, be hard to do and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's cause like, it's really hard to see something as a parody when like I'm watching something that has sexism in it anyway. Like, like, no, I don't even specifically mean Moon Moon, Moon, Moon City, but like basic, like a lot of things you watch is inherently sexist and they don't even mean to be, but they are. And it's just horrible, even when they're sexist on purpose and it's not even for a laugh. Or it is for a laugh. It's just inherently sexist. And then it's how do you parody something like that that you see anyway? Like, does it is it is it funny anymore if it's still there? Like, again, I the, my main problem with this one was how it concluded. It was fine, and I mean, it was like it was entertaining in the way that it was like uh, the beginning because like Pizzazz is like, oh my god, I have to do everything. Like, and and again, like, and I think it's different also. Like, as a woman who has, if you dealt with sexual harassment, like you can appreciate it in the way like I would totally do that. Oh my God, why do I have to deal with this? Like this is terrible and I feel her. And then as a, but then you get to the end, it's like, it didn't even matter. Like pizzazz is all this crap, but it doesn't matter. Like what was the point? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it, okay. There's like, there's a lot of reasons I feel like this ultimately doesn't work for me. The first one I, we mentioned with the, the uh, context of sexism within the show type thing, even if it's parody and that's a complicated one. Yeah. Um, and you're mentioning the, uh, you're mentioning kind of the second one, which the AV Club quote talks about, which is, uh, what's the point of everything that happened before and Pizzazz is the one taking the fall on this, right? So there's kind of that, that factor into it. And then I think the, the, one of the biggest ones here is that this is kind of specific to the character of Pizzazz because she functions kind of separately from the rest of the show. She's not a comedic character. Um, and she's funny but like not you know we've we've been over this in this it's hard to explain but it's i think if this happened so my question is um what if this happened to chrysalis um who's a more intentionally comedic character although chrysalis also has the straight man thing going on a little bit um and i think it wouldn't be quite as repulsive with chrysalis because um like it's it's kind of like dazzle just absurd things happen to him and like rad takes a ton of abuse and it's not um, it's not, you know, bad or at all. Cause you know, it's just rad taking abuse. I feel like Chrysalis would be yeah. more towards the rad type thing. Um, no, I was going to say that because it's, cause it's completely different with, and he even mentioned it in the, um, AV article that is the bot, the way that, um, Pizzazz is animated is completely different from everybody else. And she is animated at like, she was like very clearly uncomfortable, like dealing with the entire situation and yeah. like, that is much more real than like I actually haven't seen an animated show like communicate something like that before. Like it was very obvious, like not even just the way she was talking, but the way she was standing and like think like things that were going on. And that was part of it. Like it was much more real than if it was like an episode of Family Guy or whatever. Like it was animated and much more realistic and it was very obvious. Which is part of the reason why it's like, oh my god, Dazzle's a complete utter idiot. It's yeah. just so obvious, and that's the thing is because it's different when it, you just have dialogue, but when you see it too, and that's the thing that I could like. I mean, it was I don't maybe 
that might even be part of the reason why I liked it was that it's more realistic and like I don't know. I, if that makes sense. There's elements to appreciate of this because what you're saying is, and the the you're talking about the AV Club article saying it is that uh, it's Daz, Daz's uncomfortability is so clearly animated well, and this is something to praise the show for. Um, Tip Mouse does an incredible job with the animation in this case. Um, so there's something to be praised here because it like feels real and it's expressing real emotion. Yeah. It just doesn't pay off in the specific scene yeah. in the way that it probably should have. I think it's a miscalculation by the writers here. Um, in, and maybe this is a case of not understanding how effective the animation is going to be or something like that. Um, to me, that's kind of like a tertiary reason it's tied into this being pizzazz herself, but it's like how this sh- character functions within the context of the show. It, it doesn't work here. Um, and the question is how big of a deal is this for the, I mean, it's already questionable how, you know, how you react to that within the context of an already absurd show. Um, and we're not going to get a clear answer on that right now, so we don't need to discuss it too much more. But um, then there's a question of how this affects the overall quality of the episode, and the reviewer of this uh, episode is saying it basically takes him out of the episode. And he says, although, and he says at the end of the episode's final turn, quit, it can't undo all the good stuff in the first 18 or 19 minutes, but it sure makes an attempt, intentionally or not. Uh, and I, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, you don't you don't discount everything else that happens. Um, but at the same time, a lot of... Uh, a reaction to an episode is really kind of based off of how you feel at the end of it. And if it left you in a bad state, then that's not a good thing. Um, so that's yeah. mostly how I feel about that. Well, for me, it's guaranteed. It's also different. Like I, I mean, I it's not a good thing, but like, I'm so used to seeing things like that, but it's that it's hard for me to even get irritated at an episode about it. Like I'm irritated, but like, I like, does that make sense? Like it's to, I'm to the point where it's like, I see this and I comprehend it. And I'm just like, Eh, what like I'm so used to watching things like this where this happens and it's which is part of the problem yeah I, mean, I still the rest of the I still enjoyed the rest of the episode and and honestly I was just happy to have more pizzazz yeah no it's like, yeah no she had a bad ending and again it is just this one scene too so it's not like the rest yeah. of pizzazz is um yeah I mean I'm not it's I, I her character throughout the rest of the episode it's interesting I, I don't know if she's super uh you know interesting or well handled to me but at least she's like doing things and it hopefully will set up a better dynamic with her later more involvement from her i'm not sure uh yeah let it eh, this is it's it's uh i don't i kind of want to transition away from it um i do think we spent more time on it relative to the amount of thing within the episode but also relative to the potential reaction than is necessarily yeah. warranted because again i don't think this is a game of thrones i want to make that pretty clear i think the game of thrones last season was really terrible and i'm a huge fan and i almost stopped watching because of that so it was like a big deal um but uh but this is not anything close to that for me it's just no. annoying but it's not as this is honestly as this is honestly annoying adult tv show thing that happens like that's what happened like it's, it's just small. annoying it's not super morally bad and i also think the show is not necessarily super malintentioned although i'm not sure no like there well i I, they were obviously parodying it and like they it wasn't like they were trying to make the mayor look like a good guy and that like pizzazz owed him like he's a sleazeball yeah mayor is supposed to come off badly yeah yeah i agree i think that's that makes it a little bit better like because like it's really irritating when you this happens and like he's a good guy no no no. the mayor is satan like he's a sleazeball like it's fine 
I am a little questioning of the show's intentions of this combined with the suicide thing. I'm a, I'm a little skeptical. Um, it, uh, it, it's not that the show needs to be morally incredible, but um, I may, that might color my viewings of future episodes. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of going back to the gratuitous violence thing. Yeah, interesting. I, I don't know how to connect that. Um, well, see, I think for me, this like obviously suicide jokes aren't funny, but the thing is, like, and they, I can see what they were trying to do. It just didn't deliver well because the the funny part is that the the chemist was like, "I'm going to get back a dazzle. How am I going to do that? I'm going to kill myself, and they're not going to have any more drugs." Ha 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 ha. But the problem is, we don't get that payoff like later in the episode because the last time we because like we see him, and the next time we see him, the chemist is dead. So like, there's no like. It's really hard to connect that part. Like, I think, like, especially if you watch the episode the first time, I think you're going to miss that. Like, I think you're going to, like, miss that. That's why he killed himself. Like, I think you're going to miss that part. I mean, I don't so think, I, it, like, I don't know if it uh, affected the the end thing. What do you think of Pizzazz's reaction to the Dazzle's changing of the note? Like, I feel like she. this is the time she most comes across incompetently in the show. Like... You know, because I was expecting her to be like, Dazzle, are you serious? Yeah. Like, Dazzle. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's yeah, a little was, bit off I base, I think, with like, her character. Yeah. She would have been like, are you I guess she's me? been tricked by Dazzle before, kind of. I mean, it's it's more like she just doesn't care. It's not like she's been tricked. It's I, like, whatever. I think that's part of it, too. And I think she also, like, sometimes glosses over things that are pretty obvious just to go for, like, the, like, what's relevant? that dazzles the reason this happened or like crap we're out of drugs so i think sometimes she might just go straight for like what's actually important to kind of yeah i agree i think that's a good depiction of her character she's just looking she's very focused on the big thing that's happening yeah yeah and she completes a dazzle anyway it's not like it ever accomplishes anything so (sighs) okay um (laughs) we're running going long here and we haven't even discussed everything uh we t- we talked briefly about the the fire the fire department element of the show that party was awesome it's it's interesting it's like unsurprising but also interesting that the show is so quick to make uh to make uh analogs of their the main characters like that's the thing that like an established show does like season four but the show is doing that type of gag early on where you just have the opposite the like opposite of all the characters on the show um We've, this has been a common element. The show is jumping into kind of advanced um, narrative things pretty quickly, and it's not always uh, paying off, but at least it's like trying things, you know. Um, and and I think that's this show is continuing to to do that. It's like this the show is like I don't if it were canceled and see after season one, then at least we we did all the things that we wanted <laughs> to do. Yeah. yeah, usually that's not how shows approach things. Um, what else here? I mean, we're not going <laughs> to go through everything quote-wise, although there's a lot of them. I enjoyed the forensic flamologist. Like that oh, yeah, that, that was, I was like, is that Delaney? Aristoboid, <laughs> forensic <laughs> flamologist, and then... Well, I mean, that's what, I mean, Chrysalis is a forensic. Like, and, yeah, and then Chrysalis is like, how does she afford, uh, what was it? Uh, that the frames, I was dying. How does she afford the flames on a flamologist frames. budget? Yeah. What do you think like, of the like, uh, flamologist yeah. title? great you, is that what you want to be a forensic flamologist of course what is the what, what do you even study what fire does is that what you do like it sounds like kind of like alchemy like i don't know it's great <laughs> yeah that's an alchemist position um 
Also, it's just really funny because, like, I go to, like, the big, like, criminal justice, fire, and safety university, and, like, oh, my God, it's just great. Like, cracks me up. Because there are such cliques. Like, you have, like, firemen click, and then you have the criminal justice click. Just, it's great. Uh, things I want to point out. Drug Lord power rankings I really liked. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Again, Genesis Jones is just, like, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Oh my God, they scheduled, I think that, okay, the best part we need to talk about this episode is they scheduled the bus and they like, they like, <laughs> yeah, they sch- for it. <laughs> yeah. So good. And then it's like, was like, he, was he tipped off? What? <laughs> you know, yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, the fact that Rad can't even stay in a house for like three days. Like, come on, Rad. Yeah. Rad, Rad functions very well here. Red Bardo, Glitzkabar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean interactions with the uh the the rival um drug lords. Uh more stereotypical Hispanic <laughs> drug lords. Uh bring me his head. That yeah. was a really funny interaction. Yeah, how'd you No, bring him here. Yeah. That reminds I thought I thought for a second the main guy was gonna be uh, a Diablo Malo from episode one and I was excited, but no. Oh, no, what did happen to Diablo? Did he die? Is that what happened? He, died. he got like uh, he got his he got impaled. Dylan. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't remember that. No, I remember now. Um, he could come back though. That that could be. Would that would that break the show's sense of realism if he was alive again? No, I don't think so. I, I think, think so. I would actually be shocked if something like that didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. Other other pressing elements. I think we could wrap it up here. Of the of the episode that you can think of. Nope. Yeah, I think we got it. Cool. I mean, we didn't get we 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 spent time talking about broad things instead of specifics. That's okay though. Uh, overall, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, you didn't think this episode was this funny, so I don't think going joke by joke would. I don't think that would have. I mean, I still wrote down a lot, so it's obviously got it's something going. Like even even this, which is to me one. I'll, I could this is probably above. I'm forgetting like how blah the show was for like episode two and like you know so i think this is probably above that i was about to say for episodes like two and three no we're only on episode five it just feels like forever so yeah okay have that week oh yeah then there's another week off you're right okay um next week lasers and liars the team meets pizzazz's family oh man dazzle Dazzle dates pizzazz's estranged sister panache and i don't know if i pronounced that and rad tries to join a yacht club Okay, that's interesting. I'm excited. So that's what oh, we have man. to look forward to. Oh man, awkward pizzazz with her family. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> okay, let us know what you thought about. Is the ship? I think the ship might. We'll see. I know. There is no evidence this episode. No shipping of let any me kind. Have it. <laughs> nope, not happening. That's the new the new segment: hidden pizzazz and chrysalis. Yeah, well, the segment was non-existent this week, unfortunately. Obviously, I'll work on it. It's new, Dylan. Jeez. Okay. Oh, it's new. Okay. So let us know what you thought of this. Um, if you're going to comment on our our big discussion halfway through this, please have nuanced comments. <laughs> but uh, that that's all I ask. <laughs> oh, my God. I can use that's great. There you go. Uh, you can fi- contact us and find everything about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can support us on Patreon. I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Delaney Stovall. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shayna, Mitch Cordell, Beatriz, Nate, Andy, and Jamie, aka Hannah, Fever, Mitch, Cordell University, Beatrix, Exchange. Buzz like your mailman. Um, we'll be back next week covering next episode of Moonbeam City, Lasers and Liars, probably Thursday, but we'll see. And... 
Yep, yep, yep. I don't know how many how many seasons how many episodes is the season. I'm not sure. I don't think no, we know. Yeah, there are only seven listed currently on the Wikipedia, but I think that's just how far the schedule goes up. Okay, last thoughts? No. Nope. No last thoughts. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I, I want to check the length of our Meme City podcast. It seems like they go long sometimes. This one definitely was. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.